Hello and welcome to Soul Trace Podcast, episode number 87. I'm Schmitty. I'm Stark. I'm Zoner. And I'm Squishy. And I'm Zook. And we uh, we come to you actually kind of uh, out of order. Normally we record on a Thursday or a Friday if we've been lazy. We are actually coming to you Tuesday uh, before Thanksgiving since uh, we'll so probably... We be... don't even know what's happened in the last, like, four days. We come to you from the past. And we come to you courtesy of our friends at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbookaudio.com, and stitcher.com. You see how well I did that? You did that well. Much slower is much better, yes. Yes, yes. Um, We also have some news, which I'm going to let Zoner handle. Oh, sweet. This is my my segment. Okay, so um, if you're a listener of our show, you're familiar... uh, with uh, our interview that we've recently done with uh, the internet superstar Jonathan Colton. Uh, He is a singer, for those of you who do not know him, and he is a very good and very entertaining singer. Very talented gentleman. We recently interviewed him, and part of our interview we discussed his upcoming concert on November 27th in Salt Lake City at the State Room. Um... So what we are going to be doing, we are going to be holding a contest for our Stolen Droids listeners. I will be in attendance at the show, and I will have with me a Plantronics Backbeat 906 headset with me. It is in the box, uh, has never been used. And the first person to shout out from the audience, Stolen Droids Say Hi, will win that. Um will win that uh, headset from us here at Stolen Droids. What you will need to do is you will need to find me. I'll try and pay attention for you know where it comes from and, and who it is that's yelling like a madman. Hopefully, you are yelling like a madman because that would just be so very awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I'll, I'll have the headset with me, so find me uh, during or after the show and and you win. No strings attached. Now, we actually have cleared this through Joko himself. Yes. So you won't be taken away by security or whatnot. And uh, hopefully, uh, Mr. Colton himself will be able to help us find you, since he'll have a much better view of everyone than we will. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. won't let Zoner on stage. But, you know, I, we will be posting um, probably on Monday the either Monday the 26th or Tuesday the 27th uh, we will be posting on stolendroids.com a picture of what I look like which I'm sorry I apologize uh, tell I'm what shirt she'll be wearing I am not an attractive man I will be wearing no shirt just to stand out no I'm just kidding I'll be wearing a shirt <laughs> Um, <laughs> He'll be getting escorted out by security. It's November. It's cold here. I'm fat. Nobody needs to see that. Well, um, we, we just want to <laughs> clarify because last episode we kind of joked about it. We really don't want you to storm the stage and, and take the mic and scream out over the audience. I, I was we, actually hoping for that, but I was told that that's probably not in the best interest of anybody. We really like Jonathan. He's a stand-up guy. We don't want to do that to his concert. Yeah. So, but yeah, so um, Stolen Droids say hi. Uh, be loud. Uh, I should throw out a disclaimer. If you have received a Plantronics Backbeat headset from me in the past, for whatever reason, you are not eligible. 
just throwing that out there right now. Let's give let's give it to someone <laughs> who hasn't gotten one yet. Gotcha. Okay. I well, run my own little contests on the side. It's it's how I roll. <laughs> the Plantronics Mafia. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of uh, almost criminal things, see a segue? That's pretty awesome. We have headlines. Sausage. HP recently divulged that they have taken a record loss uh, in their most recent financial reports, and they actually are trying to write off $9 billion of that, saying it wasn't their fault. Because that's what you do if you're HP. <laughs> now, um, a little while ago, they, uh, they bought a company called Autonomy. Leo Apotheker, uh, who was a, a CEO at the time, remember, this guy... We've talked about him in the past, a long while ago. He's the one who killed off um, the WebOS, uh, wanted to move HP into a software direction, started selling Oops. off the hardware assets. They're going to get out of making computers. Yeah, and then he got forced out internally. Well, he also wanted to buy this company called Autonomy. To be perfectly honest, I don't remember what Autonomy does. It was, I believe it was supposed to be some kind of uh, software equivalent to uh, SAP, or Tivoli, it was supposed to be HP's new entry into the software as a service field. They bought it for $11.1 billion. And they are alleging that it was all crap. That the um, CEO and the founding body of Autonomy had been cooking the books. And it wasn't worth nearly that. And when they bought it, it turns out that they were in debt. They hadn't been making the money they said they'd been making. It was all a bad investment. And they're trying to get $9 billion of that written off. Wow. Now, the former CEO of Autonomy has fired back and has said that's bull. He wasn't really nice about it either. He said, this is HP. This is the company who bought Palm and lost all that money. This is the company that bought, and he named something else, and lost all that money. This is the company who bought us and lost all that money. They are trying to blame their worst quarter ever on us. But they bought us over a year ago. You know, if it was really such a bad investment, why didn't they notice it faster? Why is it, you know, that that's, it's not true. None of it's true. On one hand, um, yeah, I wouldn't put it past HP to try and write off some of their bad, their bad purchases. And with how horrible HP has been recently, actually it's not outside the realm of possibility that something like this could have gone on a year without them noticing. Right. Whoops. You know, I, I'm almost more inclined. They've had a change in, in leadership at the company. Um, Sometimes couple times, you know, since this. Meg Whit it's Meg Whitman now CEO. I yes. can't even keep it straight anymore. Yeah. But um you know stuff like that, people tend to not really divulge to people that can fire them if they don't have to. And so I can totally see it just being brushed under the rug as these new CEOs have come in and I don't doubt the fact that it's very likely that they were just so incompetent as a company that they didn't catch it. Well, now, interestingly, um, Leo Apotheker, the guy who bought this company, says that all due diligence was done, that the 
books aren't nearly as bad and that none of it's his fault because you know that's what you say when you're the guy who made a bad decision yeah Mm -hmm. well it's not like they can go after him and try to get the money back or can they well um if it turns out that, yes, Autonomy was cooking the books, they don't have to worry about getting the money back because the CEO of Autonomy is going to prison. Woo. I mean, this would be fraud. Okay, yeah. On a yeah, grand scale. Be correct. <laughs> um, in which case, they don't have to worry about that because uh, I'm pretty sure you know, someone's going to write off a whole bunch of that money then uh, as just fallout from the fraud, but... Which, on one hand, actually lends credence to the idea that they're telling the truth, because that's a pretty heavy accusation to just be flinging around if they're actually just trying to cover their own rears. True. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could see how this goes. Yeah, I mean, not all, those allegations; those are serious. I mean, you're talking, like you said, I mean, jail time. You're talking destroying people's lives here. Yeah. To cover yourself, I mean, if if that's the case. Wow, I, I they there's a couple other possibilities. If let's play devil's advocate, let's say that HP is actually just trying to cover their tracks. There's other ways they could have done it. They could have tried to lay it entirely at the feet of Leo Apotheker, and they would have been totally justified in doing that. You know, but that doesn't exempt them from the money. They're still liable to their shareholders then for all that money they've lost. They may not carry the blame but they still owe the money. Or they can do this, which is, you know, blame autonomy for completely screwing things up. Uh, I don't know. It's just not sitting right to me. It's, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually siding with HP on this one so far. Hmm. Well, again, I, 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 I don't really have a side on this. Mostly because I don't really don't have a dog in this fight, but it, it is going to be interesting to see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. I, I come to this as from from a different perspective, perhaps to the guys. But uh, all I have to say is, if, if the last what ten twenty years have taught us anything, I'm sure we can trust the big giant corporation to do what's in the best interest of their employees and to not look out for just themselves and their bonuses. You know, American business has really taught us that they're a trustworthy and, and noble people. So, I'm well, sure it will all work out for the best for the little guy. Well, you know, we're going to miss Twinkies. When, <laughs> yeah, we won't get yes. into that rage. But now, when I, I agree with you, Squishy, on that, except for when the CEO who's been placed in charge has said her entire goal, i.e., like what she's going to get paid based off of, is to bring the company around within five years. Like, that's her goal. Not necessarily altruistic, so we can believe it when she says that that is her goal, that's her intention. Her job and her her entire reason for being there is to turn the company around. So, but the question is, is that even possible now? With how many bad investments, with how much bad money has been flushed down the toilet by them? I mean, you know, I, I don't, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I, I don't even know if it is. Most analysts have given up on them. And I'd like to point out that most analysts have not yet given up on RIM, but they're giving up on HP. Is it because HP is a bigger company? In 
I don't know. It's an odd call to make, though. Uh, I I think investors are starting to give up on them. You look at their stock price today after this news came out, they took a huge, huge hit. Well, I mean, they. I'm looking at it now. They were down $1.59 on the day. But looking back at their last few weeks, you know, they've been on a decline since early November. Yeah, I mean, they've lost 54% of their value this year. Yeah, if you back up and look at the chart, back to where they were even in October, first of October, they've taken a huge hit. They're down, what, seven points in a month and a half, two months? Yeah. It's not looking good. No, it, it's really not. I mean, And, and mind it, you, I, I'm training as a psychologist, so all I know how to do in reading the stock market is read a graph. But, you know, if it looks more like a, a ski slope than, uh, you know, a, a mountain climbing up, then... That's not usually a good thing, or so I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Or or a cliff. Well, right. yeah, and we, we've it's seen that before in RIM. Remember, RIMS wasn't even a slope. It just suddenly disappeared and reappeared much lower. Yeah. So, uh, there, there's HP. Maybe they should be on death watch for 2013, since evidently my prediction from last year of RIM dying isn't going to happen. <laughs> Curse them for making me lose all those pools. But another company that may not make it... Best Buy, which I find quite interesting. You know, I, I do, reason. but I don't. Well, this Best Buy has a. They just recently posted their Q3, and their Q3 they lost $13 million. And they only pulled in $10 billion in revenue. Now, you just mixed up millions and billions. You want to restate that, maybe? Okay, they took in much less than they expected. They only took okay. in $10 billion, which left them with a $13 million deficit. A million or billion? Million. Million. M. Okay. Okay. Not horrible, but you never want to end a quarter $10 million down. Yeah. Or $13 million in this case. Now, I found this confusing because, to me... If you're going to go out and buy consumer electronics, where do you go? Best Buy, because Circuit City's dead, CompUSA's dead, Fry's is only the a internet. Fry's is only <laughs> a part of the the nation. Yeah, but well, if you want something in store, you have to have it right now. You go to Best Buy. You go to Best Buy. But I, I question that logic a little bit because, again, with my absolute all the knowledge I have about the the, uh, the financial world comes from watching the movie Wall Street, but. I'd imagine third quarter is historically one of the worst quarters because your summer deals are coming to an end and people are already looking forward to fourth quarter. You know, I mean, usually, how many t- yeah, how many times in the last few weeks have you seen something and thought, you know, I could get it now or I could wait a month and probably get it for about 30, 40% off? That's true. I, I, especially when you think about Best Buy things. You know, I'm planning this coming weekend to hit two or three different stores and pick up games at 50% off or more. And I've intentionally not purchased these games in the last few months because I know the sales are coming up. So I, based on their plans for Black Friday and this Christmas, I think they're banking it all on fourth quarter. So Well, and, and not just but, fourth quarter, because second quarter you have uh, the football season, the TV sales you get in football season. Uh, that'll be end of summer and January is really football sailing time right before the Super Bowl and then the season starts first week of September. Right. So that's early first quarter and then second quarter. So third quarter, 
is going to be your lowest quarter item. Second quarter is baseball, or third quarter is baseball. Come on. Everybody likes to have their new TV to watch baseball. I, I live in New England, probably one of the only parts of the country that still supports baseball, and that's kind of funny. <laughs> baseball yeah, is I, the one sport that can still be enjoyed on the radio. I actually love baseball, so... Um, yeah, I, I love baseball as well, but it's a hard sport to follow. But, you know, historically, January is the great time to buy a big TV because they put them on sale for the big game because I think if we actually do say Super Bowl, we might have to give the NFL some money. Crap, um, you just said it. It's possible. <laughs> That's okay. He'll they, eat it out. They can have our $8 of advertising. The, the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. There you go. That's what it is. It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> they play but, on that court thing. Trademark stolen droids. <laughs> you know, getting, getting back to this Best Buy um, topic, though, going down $13 million in a quarter is never a good thing. I don't care who you are, but they've actually... They they've been having a trend over the last three years, three or four years, where where they've been having issues, and mm-hmm. I, I think we may have discussed it before, but I don't know. Well, is, after is that the, that that scandal came to light too with his with the Best Buy CEO, yeah, having that affair with another Best Buy employee on Best Buy's dime, I think they got kind of a black eye from that. And I think they've also just been losing money in their operating costs. They're one of the few companies, and this isn't necessarily meant as an insult, nor is it a compliment. It just kind of is what it is. It's one of the few stores that I've gone into recently where I, c- I couldn't tell there's a recession going on. Mm-hmm. It's still fully staffed. Even if there's no one in there, it's still fully staffed. They still have everything on the shelves. They still have the geek squad over there in the corner. And that overhead costs money. And if you don't mm-hmm. have it coming back in... You're going to lose money. Well, yeah. But you've got to figure that they must have some money coming in. I mean, I, I drive past one every week, every day, really. It's right off the freeway. And, you know, you're right. Their parking lot's full. Every time I go in, their stores are full. Um, so, but, you know, I'm looking at uh, reports from last year that they generated an annual profit of $651 million. Uh, that went down. I'm sorry, it went down into about 16.26 billion for the year. So they did experience some drops last year. You know, losing 650 million is nothing to shake your nose at. But I, I think Zook brought up a great point that they don't really have a mass market, re- you know, a mass market uh, competitor, except maybe Walmart. Yeah, yeah, Walmart can get away with it by just not paying anyone. Sure. But we're not going to get into strike news. Um, <laughs> let, let's talk about murder. Yeah, that's so let's much more happy. Happier topics. Well, yeah, you know, I am the king of segues. Sure. That was Did a you, good one. Very smooth. I don't think anybody noticed. Yeah. Let's talk about murder. That's the perfect way to segue into any conversation. So, um, John McAfee. You may recognize that last name because he's one of the pioneers of antiviral software. Antivirus software. Isn't it McAfee? McAfee. McAfee. <laughs> I like McAfee. I've always called him McAfee. Okay. I, just, I just call it the stuff that I don't like. In any case, the guy's nuts. Like, he's seriously just nuts. Um, well, he started all these different grand ventures and capital schemes and whatnot, and finally just moved down to Belize, down in South America. And uh, his idea was he was going to start a pharmaceutical products and all these different things. 
he's been go- growing more and more and more insane. This last week, he was suppo- he was wanted for questioning in a murder by the Belize police of another American, another expat expatriate and he fled um which never helps your case if you're not guilty but yeah, interestingly kind of, the sorry go ahead i was gonna say it kind of sounds like he's trying to become a cross between steve jobs and colonel kurtz yeah which doesn't work out well if i remember either how either of those stories ended well it, it gets better because the entire time he's on the lam he's posting to different job sites and whatnot and going on and on about... He's asking people on message boards for help on how, what's the best cell phone if you're trying to avoid getting triangulated. He is posting uh, to forum boards. Guess what? People can track your IP faster than they can triangulate your cell phone. And and he starts a blog at the same time. Not only time. track it, you're leaving, you're leaving an IP trail every time you post something. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is... For someone who started up in the computer security business, he doesn't know much about computer security. So he starts no, a blog explaining why he's completely innocent and why the murder was actually um, directed at him and he just narrowly survived. And the whole time you're wondering, why isn't he telling that to the police? Might as well be writing a book called... Uh, Named if I did it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. OJ McAfee. Well, it turns, worked out so well. The rumors came out actually today that it turns out this whole time he's been hiding out in his home. Last police did think to look. Well, the police oh, have been what there. What does that say about the police there? The police have said they've been through it and he's not there. And even after he posted that, they went through his compound again because he has many buildings. And again, they couldn't find him. I just imagine him hiding out in like a Han Solo style, you know, removable deck plate. <laughs> Do no, they have the right address? Yeah. So it's like, I, the guy is nutso. And the only reason this is even in our news is because he's a tech pioneer, but seriously deranged. Yeah, I, I keep. Yeah, he's it's messed up. And what the are, only reason we are talking about it is because he is a he is a antivirus pioneer. But you know, for being an antivirus pioneer, you'd think he'd know a little bit more about technology than he seems to. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what else is absolutely deranged? Anonymous. <laughs> sure. Anonymous, for whatever reason, in this recent uh, uh, bit of shooting between Israel and Hamas, they have decided to side with Hamas. No one knows why. They've just decided that's how it's going to be. Well, the problem is, is now that everyone in Anonymous who actually knew how to do anything and had any sort of uh, vision is in jail, they can't really do anything. Yeah, it really does well, make is, a big dent when that happens. Yeah. Is taking on Israel really a good idea? This is the country that years later tracked down the terrorists from the Munich uh, massacres and killed them. <laughs> this is the country that developed Krav Maga. This is the country that developed an Uzi in a basement out of plumbing supply parts. <laughs> yeah, they don't react small. When they choose to react... They go all. They go all in. They're the lulsec of real life. And then um, you'll see a movie about it a couple of years later. <laughs> but I mean, so they actually the message boards for anonymous are open. Anyone can go in there. And 
the article I linked here from Gizmodo, they've taken some screenshots of the message boards. It is hilarious just how bad it is in there. No one knows what they're doing. Some people are going, why are we supporting a terrorist organization again? One guy's screaming the entire time that Israel is currently invading um, the West Bank right now with tanks. We have to hack them right now. The problem is they've been trying. In the last week alone, Israel's main site has received 44 million hacking attempts. Not one of them has gotten through. That's That says something. Yeah. Instead, Anonymous has been shutting down Ma and Pa websites, like GeoCities or something, like, like Israel's equivalent of a MySpace page. They've been shutting them down. Moist because that's page? effective. Yeah. It's been it's been hilariously bad. Like you could make a Van Wilders, a National <laughs> Lampoon sh- movie off of this. And there probably will be one, knowing how it's going. So, yeah, there's a dog without teeth right there. <laughs> okay. I think it's more of a dog who just chased one too many cars and may have tasted a little fender. <laughs> Not a little fender, a lot of. We're just gonna pump. Yeah. We're just gonna pump the brake. Oh, there goes Anonymous right into the trunk. Yeah, <laughs> poor thing. Oh, okay. look good in its puppy wheelchair. <laughs> um, real quick, little headline. Uh, Google's already given a statement about this, so it's not much of a headline here. And by the time you hear this, it may have been fixed. Uh, new Android devices featuring Jelly Bean are missing something that most people use. It's called December. The People app does not have the month of December in it. Who needs December? Now, it's this is cold in December. Let's, let's just skip past December altogether. It's an interesting... I have to specify here because the calendar app has it. But if, say, I was to, if I was to send an invitation to Schmitty to an event that happens in December and his phone had Jelly Bean on it, his phone wouldn't recognize it. So it's where the calendar crosses with your contacts. It's known as the People's Hub or the People's App. That doesn't recognize December. The glorious people's app! Yes. <laughs> now, Google has actually released a statement a few hours ago saying they're on it, they're going to fix it. By the time this episode airs, they may have already taken care of it. But it is kind of funny to see such a massive oversight from a rather good company. It's, it's- it's kind of irrelevant since uh, only about 2% of their devices have Android 4.2. I think that was actually a burn right there. <laughs> Can I throw in just a quick aside here as you know, the, the resident layman in the group? Who the heck comes up with these names? I mean, really. They, uh, other companies have, you know, Panther and Jaguar and, you know, tough names. They no, have no, 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 no. Even, even those names are going backwards. There was an XKCD comic a couple months ago where they actually charted out all the different cat genuses uh-huh. and went in order of ferociousness and found that they started too high and have been working backwards. By the time 10.9 comes out, they're going to be a house cat. Yeah, I'm just saying, going from, you know, Panther to Jellybean. That's, I think you skipped a couple steps on that progression. I think it's actually part of Google's entire idea of don't be evil. It's also don't be threatening or confrontational. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of the uh, the don't, ice cream truck. Don't be a predatory animal capable of eating your young. <laughs> yeah, instead, instead be a sugary sugar, snack though. that will destroy your teeth. There mm-hmm. you go. This is true. 
One, b- both are bad for your health. I'd still take the jelly beans over the mountain lion. I would too. Mm. I don't know. You can tame a mountain lion. You can't tame a jelly oh, bean. <laughs> but how, how cool would it be to have a pet mountain lion? Just think about that. Exactly. Seriously. Pet jelly bean mountain lion. <laughs> you can't put a uh, a leash around a jelly bean. Very small I, one. I've tried. By the way, Schmitty's power was out for a long time, so I'd believe it when he says he's tried things. <laughs> <laughs> things, things go differently in your mind when you don't have internet. <laughs> <laughs> kind of rewires it, American Horror Story style. Wow, that's not a American Horror Story style. Like film noir? <laughs> yes. All right. Tell you when you're older. Uh, moving on. I'm actually jumping around the list now because we're we're coming up on our commercial time and we still have quite a few headlines. Uh, but it turns out we might be getting a new character on Walking Dead. Well, you know, I I think it's funny because the there if you've read the comics, then you know Tyrese. He is a former NFL linebacker on in the comic. Just awesome 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 character and when the show aired initially three seasons ago uh, we got T-Dog who sucked sort of he was just kind of there and every time they introduce more male black characters African American characters onto the show uh, they quickly die because apparently there's an unwritten rule in The Walking Dead that there can only be one black guy. And so now we're getting, allegedly getting Tyrese um, this season. He's been cast by one of the actors who was on The Wire, or with one of the actors who was on The Wire. And now, you know, what's what's going to happen? We've got Oscar from the prison. I think Oscar's time is done. Are, you think, are they going to fight like Highlander style? Yeah, yeah, it, it's just like Highlander. There can only be one. <laughs> well, and he was, if I remember correctly, the character was introduced in issue like eight or nine of the comic. It was very, very early on. Yes. And so it is kind of surprising. I, I have been reading the comic, but haven't been watching the show. Uh, and it's somewhat surprising to see him get introduced this late. You know, it is great to see that Chad Coleman's getting the part. He was fantastic on The Wire, probably the greatest show in history. Um, and he also has another connection that he provided the voice for Coach in uh, Left 4 Dead 2. So yes. he's got some experience with zombie killing. Mm-hmm. Was he the one that was also on Community? Uh, I'm not sure. No, 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 no. I'm thinking Oz. Yeah, I'm thinking Oz, not The Wire. No, Om- Omar was also on The Wire. Uh, he was probably one of the great characters of all time on one of the great shows. Dennis Cuddy, was, he, he, his character was a very, very different guy. I'll explain later. This is what happens when I don't watch TV. Just watch The Wire. I kid you not, it is the greatest show in history. (laughs) Hands down. Four four seasons? Uh, They did five, but it's brilliant. Brilliant from top to bottom. It it was a very well done show. Sorry. Very well done. The popularity of Walking Dead has uh, finally bled back onto its uh, comics. It's... uh, its roots, if you will. Yeah, recent yeah. issue. Recent issue of Walking Dead number one with a nine point nine grade sold for an auction for ten thousand dollars. I think this is the first time since what the late nineties that a comic book is of recently modern comic books have sold for any kind of value. 
Yeah, you know? Squishy has this great uh, theory about comic book cells that I've always I've always deferred to since I'm not an expert on comic books about how it's not what you want to invest your retirement in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we're from the generation of kids who thought that Spawn number one or the death of Superman issue was going to put our way through college. Unfortunately, tens and hundreds of thousands of other geeks had that same idea. You know, the, yeah. the only one. comics that are, are really worth money are the ones that no one thought were going to be worth a lot of money, so nobody took care of them or kept them. Yeah, the number one thing I hear from from comic book uh, collectors is, oh, well, I have Nightfall, where Bane breaks Batman's back. It's like, yeah, you and everyone everyone else. (laughs) But this, this is actually quite interesting, because it's like, would you guys believe that this would have happened if the TV show hadn't been such a hit? No. 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 It it would not have. Yeah. Although it is one of the best comic books I have ever read. Oh, sure. And you also realize this is the, with the grading system they use. It, it's sealed in a cryovac container and has a, a 9.9 grade from a very reputable company. That high of a grade means it came off the printing press and was put in the bag. It's never been read. It's never been touched. The point one never, doc is actually only because it exists. It, because it actually left the printing press, that cost it you know, point one. But this book, it's never been read, never been bent, never been anything. So this is as good as it gets. So that's that's quite impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, well, my my question on that, though, that comes to mind, if there's one that's in this condition, obviously somebody was thinking ahead and they stashed it. Sure, Could that's there a good be point. Others? This was probably somebody who worked at the printing press. Yeah. Who, you know, grabbed... His two free copies took one, immediately bagged it. You know, I'll bet you that whoever had this had some kind of connection to the factory. And oh yeah, I, I'm. They had to have. They had yeah. to have. It, yes, it makes me of wonder other though. How, makes me wonder though how many they grabbed, how many they were able to grab. Are we going to start seeing a couple of these pop up every year or something? Possibly. Probably from the same seller. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. You know, especially with the rise, if the show keeps rising in popularity, everything connected to it is going to rise in popularity as well. Yeah. Uh, moving into other TV news, I know we don't usually do so much entertainment, but it's it's Tuesday to us. We don't have many headlines. Yep. Um, taken straight from Apple's playbook, <laughs> a script for Doctor Who was left in a New York cab. Not just any script for Doctor Who. This was the script written by Neil Gaiman, the guy who basically uh, has done a lot of comics and other uh, incredible stories that a lot of uh, geeks have enjoyed. He left it in a cab called the Last. The 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 the, 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 the script itself is called the Last Cyberman. It was left there on Halloween night, and wasn't even aware that uh, he'd left it there. Um, it was found by someone called Hannah Durham, who didn't realize how much, what it was, but as a good Samaritan, contacted Neil Gaiman and said, hey, I have your script. I actually found him on Twitter, in fact. I have your script and made arrangements to bring it back to him unread. She did not read it. You know, because wow. a lot of times, spoilers, when these things get out, these things are like gold. Mm-hmm. To, to, a lot, to a lot of the spoiler sites. And Doctor and, Who uh, is very protective. Oh, yeah. They, they don't let much out at all. And uh, Neil's like, okay, hey, uh, you want something signed? Uh, I will find <laughs> something <laughs> and sign it for you. 
So, uh, yeah, instead of leaving a, a, you know, a prototype cell phone, how about a prototype, you know, Cyberman? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, that'd be worth a lot more to me. Yeah, well, you don't oh, yeah. want to leave a prototype Cyberman lying around, because they start sure. assimilating everything, and... Exterminate. Yeah. Or, uh, no, not exterminate, that's a dog. It's, I tried to show you up, and then I got it wrong myself. And I, know, I know what Cybermen do. They're like Doctor Who's version of the Borg. Actually, that's what they're doing right now in the Star Trek Doctor Who crossover comic. Yeah, the Cybermen and the Borg are those abominations. Uh, uh, they they've been fighting each other actually. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a break for our commercials. We will see you on the flip side. In today's world, it can be hard to find time to spend with a good book. That's where the guys at Open Book Audio can help. Open Book Audio offers a large selection of pre-recorded audiobooks for you to enjoy while driving to work, working out, or any other time you feel like enjoying a good story. Open Book Audio not only has pre-recorded audiobooks, but can also help you record your self-published book as well, giving authors another way to distribute their stories. Their fast professional service combined with affordable pricing ensure your book is made with the highest quality. So no matter if you're an author or a reader, Open Book Audio has what you need. You can visit them on the web at openbookaudio.com. That's openbookaudio.com. Open Book Audio. Your story out loud. Hello, and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast. Uh, Zook, wait. Um, I can never remember when I can hear the Stolen Droids Podcast. Well, you can start out the week with us on trekradio.net every Monday at noon Eastern Standard. Okay, but what if I miss it on Monday? Well, then you can catch us Tuesday on KryptonRadio.com, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Ooh, and if I miss it then, too? Well, you can always find us on iTunes and play us anytime from your iPod or iPhone. Well, you know I don't own any Apple stuff. Okay, then you can stream us to your Android device from Stitcher.com, on demand whenever you want. Smeg. I don't have any room left on my Android. You can always listen to us at StolenDroids.com. Um, but... You're not <sighs> trying very hard at this, are you? Stolen podcast. It's kind of hard to avoid. And we are back. And, yay! Uh, yay! No fast lane this week, because again, this is Tuesday to us. You, yeah, you the listener, now know more than we do. Monday and Tuesday. Go fig. Well, and especially the week of the holiday. You know, you got to figure all the big wigs are taking a long week, and, you know, not a lot comes out this time. And speaking of holiday, we bring to you now our annual, and we can say this because this is the second year in a row we've done this, <laughs> our, our annual holiday gift guide for geeks. That's not the actual name. I don't think we actually now, have it. The only name. reason I'm doing this before Thanksgiving is because I know the show is going to come after Thanksgiving, so I'm, I'm perfectly good with that. Oh, Otherwise, you and your principles. Christmas has got to wait. <laughs> it does not begin until after Thanksgiving dinner. When Christmas when, music actually, no. before Thanksgiving is wrong. When I no. see Santa on the Macy's parade, I'm like, fine, you may now start your Christmas rush. <laughs> We're still having dinner. We're still doing everything else. But Santa, that's, that's like the only time I'm really excited to be see, see Santa anymore. I'm like, okay. There, he's there. Boom! Go ahead and start, everybody. <laughs> now, this year has actually brought quite a bit of change when it comes to the gadget guides and the gadget gifts that are possible, and and many of them in the last half of this year, it's been kind of crazy. So we're going to run down the categories, run down the lists here. Where what stores are currently running the awesome deals? What you might want to buy, what you don't want to buy. Um, I'm going to start off on an easy one: video games. 
okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, Halo 4 has just launched, and if your loved one or if you yourself haven't gotten it yet, chances are good you're going to get it for Christmas. So, excellent game. Uh, Forza Horizon came out. Um, Assassin's Creed 3. SimCity 5 is available for pre-order. Yep, yep. Um, and honestly, I think that's it right now, which is kind of funny. Black and you can also... Black oh, yeah, Black oh, video games, the Nintendo Wii U is now out. Well, real fast, okay. yes, I think we got we overspoke it, but yes, Black Ops 2 is out. So, this would be the time to go get it, is, uh, is on these sales. You probably won't find very good deals on it, because these, these games are so new, but... Well, You'd you'd think that, but I've actually been looking this weekend. Uh, Assassin's Creed Three and Forza Horizon are both going to be half off at uh, Best Buy and Walmart. Um, uh, plus, some of the the top oh. games from last year you may not have picked up yet are even going to be down to you know, eight or ten dollars. So, if you're willing to go out and fight the crowds, or just do what I do and sit at home in your pajamas on Amazon. You can get some good deals on brand new games. That's excellent. But yes, like Stark said, the Wii U has launched. Which is funny, because it hasn't launched too much fanfare. There was more fanfare when this was announced at E3. Yeah, it kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. Uh, well, I completely forgot it was coming out until like the day after we were doing the show. All of a sudden, on one of our local news channels, they went, Oh, here's the Wii U! And I went, Oh, yeah, we probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> now, what people are saying, it's actually a very well-built next-gen console, or rather current-gen by everyone else's standards. Uh, if you had a Wii and you got rid of it, because I know a lot of people actually did once the gimmick kind of wore off, it might be worth looking at getting a Wii U. It can play Wii titles. Does it have backwards compatibility to older games? or You know, I'm, I'm, game- I'm really hoping so, because I know the Wii was backward compatible to GameCube. And also, I just recently reset up the Wii in my house the other day, and I was going through downloading the new channels that were available on the Wii, like YouTube and, and the Hulu Plus and stuff, and I noticed that they had two other channels that were free that were transfer channels, that you could transfer some of your games and your top scores and your saved information so it would go from one from the Wii system to the Wii U system. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it, it looks like it is partially backwards compatible uh, in that it will play Wii discs, it will play GameCube discs. Oh, it will play GameCube discs. Uh, okay. It does appear that it will. Um, I actually, you don't know, I apologize, I'm wrong on that. It's only compatible with Wii game discs but does offer the new Nintendo Network, which will allow users to download N64, GameCube, NES, SNES games to the so Wii So you can rebuy. You can rebuy them, Well, yes. yeah, because I was noticing that as well when I was going through the stores, that all for 500 Wii points, which I don't know how much a Wii point is, mm-hmm. you could go and download some classic arcade games. Because yep, yep. mm-hmm. they also have any you know, Neo Geo and Sega Master System games as well. Yeah. The yeah. titles to look out for uh, the Wii U, currently uh, just Super Mario Bros. U, uh, Zombie U looks pretty compelling. I think mm-hmm. I, I may get that just for for the Zombie U. Um, then you have all your other stuff out, uh, Double yeah. Seven Legends. Now, the, the way I heard about it coming out, or was reminded that it was coming out, is perhaps not the most positive. Uh, it came from uh, Movie Bob on Twitter talking about how his, at first there was a delay in getting his, and then once he got it, it was broken. So he's kind of been chronicling, chronicling his misadventures in uh, 
excuse me, in getting a replacement. So I don't know what that says, if they've got a, a red ring of death uh, problem coming up, but uh, something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Now, not to be outdone, uh, even though they're not launching a new console, both Microsoft and Sony have slashed prices. Uh, I, I'm looking right here at an ad on Fry's. You can pick up an Xbox 360 4-gigabyte console with Connect for 180 bucks which is a good $60 off the normal price. It's a 25% off. Uh, PlayStation 3 has a 46% off. It's the 160 gigabyte system for like $200. That's, that's quite a deal, actually. So the, if you shop around, you can still get the old favorites, but really the only new horse in the stable is the Wii U. So uh, moving on into, uh, you know, surprisingly, digital cameras. You don't think about it very often, but this has been the year of cheapo digital cameras. How much of that do you think is is directly tied to the fact that everybody has a six to eight megapixel camera in their pocket at all? I would time? say quite a bit. I would, but I would also say it's worked in reverse too. It's also given because with the push to miniaturize those components to put into cell phones, it's actually paid off for the camera industry because now they have greater access to cheaper, smaller components. Now, I just recently borrowed my mom's camera, because she has one of those tiny little point-and-shoots, that she picked up for a song, but was taking pictures faster and better than my camera phone could at all. And I have four kids. Anyone who's a parent knows that it's a miracle to get your kid to actually look at the camera. Try multiplying that by four. And I was very quickly reminded that these cameras have a definite place. Yeah. You, you cannot replace them entirely with a camera phone. True. Um, but you'll see deta- deals now, and I have a whole list of them here. There isn't a single one that's below 10 megapixel. And mm-hmm. they're all for like 36 to 50% off. So if the person you love don't like doesn't have one, mm-hmm. maybe that's something to get them, because I guarantee you it's not something that most people are thinking about, and it's gotten a lot cheaper. So, uh, this has also been the year of tablets. Definitely, a lot of game tablets out there. Yeah, in fact, Windows my wife... Eight coming out over Horizon, Windows Eight tablets are even up on the rise. So, yeah, look out for those. Yeah, my wife and I were actually out looking at tablets last night. Um, I I want a Nexus Seven, I think you know, and with them doubling the memory and dropping the price on those recently, that's that right there is a is a really good value and a really solid product but you know the samsung galaxy tab 2 it's been out for a while but the price on that's coming down quite a bit there's there's a lot of really good tablets out there that i i saw even the asus transformer asus transformer um not the prime the one that came out after that i saw there's going to be some black friday deals at, at best buy on those and that's a solid product as well sure now i I tell you one that uh i got hands on today uh which may be odd for me to say because i'm often branded the uh you know the the apple fanboys i actually played a little bit with an ipod or ipad mini today and it felt really weird that it uh you know while they made the screen smaller it still felt almost as wide and when i think about what a lot of people use a smaller tablet for it still sort of felt like a two-handed device which Odd. was it, it was you know I, I think my wife has a Kindle Fire 
that she loves to use to read with. You hold it with one hand or the other. It's like a large paperback book. The iPad Mini just felt a little too wide. Like it, that, that point nine inches was just still a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just, it didn't feel, the best way I can describe it is it didn't feel comfortable as a one-handed device, which sort of defeats the purpose of uh, going with a smaller tablet instead of the larger one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what are your guys' thoughts? Because I've seen this rash of products hit the market here of cheapo tablets. We're talking like, uh, we're, we're talking like Polaroid tablets. The sub-$100 ones? Yeah, the sub-$100 <laughs> ones, but they're running Jelly Bean. Well, you know, I, I actually have researched those quite a bit um, because I may or may not have purchased some for my children. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> may or may not. No, no confirmations here. But there's actually, if you look at some of the reviews, you've you got to be really careful when you're buying cheap like that. But I think if you're doing it for kids or for people who are clumsy and tend to drop things a lot. You know, you obviously don't want to spend a lot of money on something like that. And so I think for kids, you know, they're great. Do your homework, read the reviews. If it's only got 12 reviews and three stars, I'd probably avoid it. But, you know, if it's got 80 or 100 or 200 reviews and they're mostly positive, you're probably okay getting it for your kids. That's my thought. You it's know? Mainly, yeah, it's mainly because the... Uh the building components that go into the tablets have gotten so cheap that a lot of these can be made for cheaper. And they, they're they probably lacking a few features, but like Zoner said, if you're, it's excellent value for a $90 tablet. Well, I was going to ask, would this be a good first tablet for someone who doesn't know if they're actually going to use a tablet on a regular basis or not? It, you know, cause it depends. It could be. Because I remember when I first bought my first DVD player, the, the 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 salesperson said, "Buy the cheapest DVD player you can get because you don't have a lot of DVDs right now." And then later, as you build a bigger library of your DVDs, and then you're gonna have a better idea of what you want and what features you're gonna want in it, then you're gonna want to go get the more expensive DVD player. Could this be kind of a similar situation? Well, I, I, I think it's kind of a two-edged sword. Where it, if you if you don't know what you want in a tablet, if you've never used a tablet before, it could hurt you or it could help you it could it could hurt you in the way that you get this cheap tablet and it's not you think that's how all tablets are yeah Yeah. and so you're 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 installing all these apps getting all this stuff and you're 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 getting into the whole tablet revolution but then it starts running real sluggish on you and you're thinking oh this sucks i don't want this i'm not going to spend you know five hundred dollars for a better tablet if this is what it's going to be like so it might actually sour your um your experience because on, on the other hand, hand yeah because yeah. my, 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 my smartphone is one of those cheap ones they gave you for free for signing up for the two years and now I know what I want in my next smartphone I know I want more of this and I want more of that and I, I know what are the different features I want now so I don't know maybe if somebody's wondering if they really want a tablet or not maybe maybe the the, the $9 tablets might be the thing to go yeah. yeah as long as you understand that you you get what you pay for and it's not going to be you know the powerhouse tablets that are selling for five hundred bucks. So. Yeah, this is your kid's first tablet. This is the tablet for grandma. Exactly. You know? So that's that's a a good interesting thought to put into it. But you know, if you have any questions, you can always ask around. Send it to us. We'll let you know. Um, TVs. TVs have not really advanced this year. Mm-hmm. However, aren't there aren't, aren't there like some good advancements on the horizon we're waiting for? Yeah. 
yes, there are. Um, I am personally, and this is how much TVs have not advanced this year, and this is probably going to sound very laughable. I will be going out and shopping Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning. Kmart has a 42-inch, sorry, a 30-inch 720 TV for 90 bucks. It's an Emerson, which is a is a joke in of itself. Don't get me wrong. But TVs have become so rock-solid now. They've become so standard across the field that, you know what? An Emerson TV is okay. Yeah. LCD TVs have been around for so long that this isn't new experimental technology that only one company has anymore. You know, I actually have a Brock Sonic 13-inch TV that I got from my wife. uh, I think it may have been the first year we were married, so like 15 years ago. And it's still running strong. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> TVs are kind of... We're at the point now where if you can get a deal on a TV and that's a deal you were, you're willing to pay, go for it. Because all TVs have now reached kind of that level of... Uh, that The te- technology has been fine-tuned enough that you won't find a bad one. You'll, you'll yeah, find next, a cheaper one. The next one, thing but, on TVs are going to be the 40K and the 80K... 4K uh, resolution or, four, or yeah, 4K. I, I think the next thing in TVs is is the smart TVs. Uh, uh, this is coming from someone who's had a Google TV for over a year, but being able to pull up a YouTube video or uh, you know or have Netflix built into your TV is is a, a revolution in itself. And see that that's I something that's I'm wondering about step. because now almost every single Blu-ray player, or at least good Blu-ray player, will do that for you. Roku's coming in out with a new with a new device, and instead of being a box, it's just a USB, almost like thumb drive that you stick in the back of your TV, and it turns your TV into a smart TV. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be interesting to see. Yep. Yeah. Now we have to keep moving here because we're running low on time. But computers, if you're in the market for computers. Good luck to you. Um, most companies actually are not running deals on their desktops anymore because they don't make desktops as much. HP, Dell, um, Compaq, uh, E-Machines, you'll, you'll actually be hard-pressed to find good deals on desktops. Laptops, however, have taken off. As Schmitty said, with the Windows 8 advent coming out now, uh, you can find cheap laptops pretty much everywhere you go. And even the, uh, the new ones, even the Ivy Bridge ones, have dropped in price considerably. Yeah, well, not just laptop, uh, laptops. The convertible tablets and tablets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're right here at the tricky spot of the next big thing, and the next big <laughs> thing is out now. So the last thing, which is still perfectly good, has dropped in price considerably. So you really can't go wrong there, and you can find plenty of deals everywhere on that. Smartphones. Mm-hmm. Currently, Windows Phone Eight has just launched, and so those are going to go on sale. Don't buy them for a couple weeks. Because you'll get better deals towards closer to Christmas. Uh, the Galaxy S3 has come out and has been getting huge reviews. Yeah, my neighbor actually got one for his 11-year-old. No, his 13-year-old that's in our carpool. And this morning, I tried to get her to trade her Galaxy S3 for my Incredible 2. She wasn't biting. <laughs> Kids so nowadays. Yeah. I know. Uh, the kids in their technology. He's bigger than a two. So. The iPhone five, of course, is out. Um, which you know, if you're an Apple fan and you like iPhone, you're going to like it. 
Unfortunately, there's not much more I can say about it because we've, we've already covered it ad nauseum. But it is out, and I believe they have their stock con- under control now, so there isn't an outage anymore. There isn't a shortage of those phones. You can go out to any Apple store and pick one up. Or, actually, I think Apple's selling on eBay now, too, strangely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go fig. But so those... That's it for the uh, the overall normal gadgets. Now, each of you guys have picked out one, I, I can tell here. If you can very quickly run through it. Uh, so my, my pick was a... Uh, I, was, I was browsing through one of my favorite magazines, and I saw an ad, and I, I ended up drooling over this ad for a couple minutes, but uh, it's the Black & Decker Matrix. And just the name alone, I was geeking out over. Um, to have the name Matrix is just an awesome name for a gadget um and it's a modular Whoa. tool system so it's a it's you know like a regular power drill that you would have except the the part the the drill chuck actually comes off and you can replace it with other tools uh, jigsaws uh router things like that it's it's pretty awesome to have just one tool for all those different functions and uh, at, at a good price too so that's something to check out if you're a uh, a tool junkie. All right, so basically, I am a major, major Star Trek tech manual geek. I have massive libraries. I have uh, tons of jokes about uh, all the books that I have, and there are three new books that have come out or are about to come out that I would love to have added to my library. Um, one is a behind-the-scenes book. It's just a generic one, but it covers everything from classic to enterprise. Uh, they, they have the Haynes Bird of Prey manual, which is now out. I haven't nice. had the money to get my hands on it yet. I really want this, but it's something that is... If you haven't checked out these Haynes manuals, go take a look at these. Very beautiful. They're looking at doing Voyager next if the sales are good. But the big thing that I will probably just go wild over if I get this is called Star Trek Federation the first 150 years. It's a history book of the Federation that comes in a case that speaks to you. There's actually you know, voice activation and stuff like that. They were they were they were documenting this at the Star Trek convention in Vegas a couple months ago. And I th- I think I still have a discount code that can be used on Amazon and they've already knocked the price in half already as it is. But basically this thing is just like this huge coffee table book that has just got all new artwork and all new documentation and all new Star Trek geekery that like I said, if, if I get this book for Christmas, I will be a happy clam. So, Okay. And mine, uh, very quickly, is a universal remote, because who doesn't need more remotes in their life? Well, this mm-hmm. one is even cooler than whichever one you have, because it is modeled on the 11th Doctor's sonic screwdriver. That's right. Nice. The very screwdriver that Matt Smith uses has been modeled into a universal remote. It's not cheap. It's going for about ninety nine ninety nine. But if my wife really wants to prove that she loves me, she knows how to buy my love. <laughs> and it can only go well if you say that to her. Well, she knows it. I, my wife is, if anything, a bigger Doctor Who fan than I am. So I think she'd enjoy it perhaps more than me. Yep. Uh, mine is a little bit less geeky, a little bit less cool, but still very useful. I'm a very utilitarian person. Uh, Amazon is currently running a deal on the Logitech uh, G930 headset. 
this is the upgraded version of the one I'm using actually right now. I use a G35. It's a USB headset for PC only. It has 7.1 surround sound, uh, which is pretty freaking awesome. But the really cool part is the fact that it can actually virtualize the surround sound on board. Like you just flip a switch and it will sw- take 2.0 audio and it will extrapolate it into 7.1. Typically, that doesn't work real well for like sound bars on your on your home entertainment theater. But when it's just your headset, it does an amazingly good job. Now, I love this thing because of its noise isolation. The mic is what I'm using right now. I love it for that. But we've recently found Schmitty, uh, Squishy, and I have found that you can actually run your Xbox's audio out through your computer into your USB headset, so you can still talk with your friends on Skype and experience the game you're playing in 7.1 surround sound without waking up your family. Nice. Now, Amazon has this on sale right now, 60 bucks off. It's 40% off, so it's just a cool $100 right now. So if you're in the mood for a headset, this one, this is about as cheap as you're going to be able to find it. And I should, I should also throw in, that is the headset that I use. And let me tell you, it's sweet. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> headset. It is a very sweet, sweet headset. So, um, yeah, and at that price, hundred bucks, you can't beat it. So, um, we had a lot of Walking Dead news on the show tonight. Um, mine, I, I'm going to stick with that theme. Uh, awesome Christmas gift for the zombie lover, the comic lover, the Walking Dead lover, whatever the case may be. Walking Dead action figures by uh, McFarland Toys. Uh, they just came out with the second series of the TV figures, uh, which includes Rick Grimes, Shane Walsh, uh, the Bicycle Girl zombie from the from the very first episode, the RV zombie that ended up with a screwdriver in his eye, and my favorite, the Well Walker. Um, if you remember the episode where they pulled the walker out of the well and he opened up all over everything you have got to have this it is absolutely amazing um get it for the geek that you know and love and put a smile on their face very cool all right well that is our episode for this week are there any uh, gifts that you want from your stocking or ones that you wish that we had brought up let us know feedback at stolendroids.com uh, until next time, you know, have a great Thanksgiving and cheers. End of line. One to beam up. Good day. May the force be with you. <laughs>